Welcome to Season 2, Episode 7 of the Bible Table Chat. I'm Elaine Murphy, Sr., anchor of the this Bible Table Chat, where we keep it live and lit. And today's episode is going to be a very interesting one, and probably one that needs to actually be discussed. And our topic is guilt versus conviction. And, you know, I've looked over a little bit of the, um, did a little bit of research on it. And it's quite amazing how some people don't even know the difference between what's going on with the guilt versus conviction. Some people even think that they're the same. But after doing research, they are quite different. They may feel the same when they happen. But when when you know the definition or the difference between guilt versus conviction, it helps you understand which one has a purpose and which one is totally unnecessary and can lead to depression and lead to other negative feelings because of lack of of understanding of what guilt is and what conviction is. So this podcast is going to be very helpful, full of information. Once again, before we get into that, though, I'd like to say thank you to those who are listening, to those who are tuning in every Friday at 7 a.m. right here at the Bible Table Chat. And first, I'd just like to say thank you to our home country here, the USA. Of course, we wouldn't be here if there was no USA. So (laughs) thank you all to all my um, USA listeners. And we're going to even extend our love out and appreciation to those countries around the world who are listening in, you are greatly appreciated. Uh, Germany, Ecuador, New Zealand, which is one of our newer um, listeners and people that tune in, Sweden, Singapore, and Canada. We are just so excited and blessed that you're tuning in and listening to us every Friday. You're greatly appreciated. Thank you so much. Please continue to listen. And, and tune in. We hope that we're helping because this whole particular podcast is to help us all, including myself, because I haven't arrived and made it either, um, but to help us all be a better people. Um, I think that is so important. Um, and since mine is called the Bible Table Chat, of course, we include we include what the Bible has to say about it, about the uh, what does the father in heaven have to say about it because I'm not ashamed to say that I am indeed a Christian. I'm not perfect, but I am a Christian. And that's another uh, thing that needs to be exposed to those who claim to be a Christian, a follower of Christ, a disciple of Christ. Doesn't mean you you don't make mistakes. It doesn't mean that um, you don't have errors. It doesn't mean that you don't have problems. It's how you take that to the altar and how you take that to the Lord to help you deal with that in order to become a better person, to be a better people. So those things that you have to kind of have personal relationship with God to understand, but I'm, I'm trying to stay on this topic. That's good too. That is something that is very important. Number one, your relationship with God is guess what your relationship with God. So no one's on the Bible table chat, whatever judge anyone ever, um, demand anything from anyone, uh, change can only happen between you and God. So that's one thing about the Bible, Bible table chat. 
that I have believed in and have said since the beginning, since we've started the Bible Table Chat last season, is that what's more important than anything is that you have your own personal relationship with God because God is the only one that knows each individually entirely. And he's the only one that determines. He knows your destination. I don't. He knows what's going on deep inside of you. I don't. So the idea of having that personal relationship here when you tune in and listen is also good for getting good information because some people don't even know anything about that. But when they tune in, they always learn something that can draw them closer to a relationship with with Christ. At least that's what we hope we're hoping for. So back on our topic for today, guilt versus conviction is going to be good. And as I always say, grab your cup of coffee or your favorite beverage and lend us your ears and we will be right back after our our sponsored messages and then we'll jump right into our very interesting topics today once again guilt versus conviction we'll be right back after these sponsored messages The Bible Table Chat, full of intriguing, informational fun and laughter for all those who tune in around the world, where our main objective is to bring forms of unity and inspire all to be a better people. Tune in for a new episode every Friday morning at 7 a.m. unless releases are rescheduled or updated. It's always free to listen and you'll be glad you did. The Bible Table Chat, where we keep it live. The Eclectic One, The B. Ryan Show is back for a second season with a variety of fresh new exciting topics that can be on the controversy side and still very interesting and there's never a dull moment check it out at lowercase anchor.fm backslash lowercase brian hyphen crump check it out you'll be glad that you did welcome back 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 to the bible table chat in season two episode seven guilt versus conviction and as i said before we went to those uh, sponsored messages is guilt and conviction can be confused as being the same but they're actually quite different I'm going to give you the definition of 
guilt, um, according to my research. It says guilt can be defined as a feeling of having committed some crime or offense. And in guilt, uh, one does not feel a ray of redemption, but only feels condemnation. And I kind of knew that about guilt, but in order for everybody to be on the same page with the definition, I decided to share what I researched on it. Guilt and conviction are related to error or sin. As both these words point out to the same thing, it is also often difficult to make a distinction between them. Most people do not know if they are feeling guilt or having conviction over some activity, which is something that I actually spoke on a little bit when we first opened up here at the Bible Table Chat is that some people, uh, sometimes we think people should know things, but people have different access to different understanding because we're all differently uh, designed um, and we don't always catch everything or understand things on the same level, but that's part of being uh, human and a part of the process of maturing and growing as people, as human beings. But guilt... <clears throat> on the other hand, is it gives the feeling of, like I said, condemnation, um, which is why guilt is completely different from conviction. And guilt is also also used as to to um, can be used in a wrong way. Like sometimes people undermine you by um, instead of uh, being more sympathetic about things, they'll they'll make it it's like a psychological type thing with guilt because it makes you feel bad like you can never uh, recover uh, from something and you know in guilt uh, no one feels a ray of redemption but only feels condemnation and you know that's not always good guilt is not it doesn't end in it doesn't end in a good way guilt is an emotional feeling that occurs when a person realizes his crimes wrong or evil guilt makes a person feel ashamed or stupid of the act and makes them feel that he can never recover that's the that's i think is the abuse is 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 really what i was saying is that with guilt it makes you feel like there's no end to your problem you'll never recover from it um, from such an evil act or uh, or could deliver no good to others again. Uh, once a feeling of shame, one could be a feeling of shame for his acts and feelings that he cannot deliver anything good in the future. He will be thrown into depression. So I'm reading a little bit about the research part of guilt. And so guilt, of course, is not a good thing to carry. Um, guilt can lead to more guilt because of the suppression of the feelings. And it is very important that um, you understand the difference between guilt and conviction. Um, there's a biblical in Hebrews, I think, and I'm going to go to that. Hebrews 10 and 22 talks about how we can actually get free of guilt when we're exposed to guilt or feeling guilty about something or someone else is making us feel guilty 
we're going to go to Hebrew 10. Usually I wait till the end to do the Bible verses, but in this case, I think it's a good opportunity to share uh, something positive, a positive way you can actually get free of all your guilt and guilty situations. Hebrew 10 and 22 says this. Let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with full assurance that faith brings that faith brings having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. So in other words it's saying Drawing near, there is a solution. Drawing near to God will free you of your guilt. Because it says here, if we draw near to God with sincere hearts and in faith, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from guilty conscience. So it is God, we come to God, he'll cleanse you and wash your heart because he's the only one that can from guilt. And you won't feel that hurt or guilt. You'll feel he washes the heart and the entire body with his holy water, which is something only God can supply. So that is one way that guilt can be eliminated from your life. And by the way, this is the Bible table chat. So we will often chat, go to the Holy Scriptures and see what God has to say about it. And we will chat about different scriptures to actually help. So most of our help comes from the Lord anyway. So that's the whole idea of looking into the word of God. Um, In Hebrews 10 and 22, as I just read, will also help you understand there's a way out away from guilt when you feel guilt. And now we're going to, Go with the verses. Conviction. Guilt versus conviction. So with conviction, it's a whole different thing. It may not, both of them, when you feel guilt and when you feel conviction, they don't, they can feel the same. That's the confusion of it. They can make for a moment feel the same. But when you're a believer, a follower, or a Christian, we know that the word conviction is, is actually a quote good thing it may not feel good because maybe you've done something that wasn't necessarily good or it was wrong or a sin but conviction is actually a good thing when you feel the conviction after understanding what guilt is we're going to define what conviction is because I can hear somebody asking me that question Elaine Okay, just share with me what is conviction now? We know guilt, but what is conviction? Conviction can be defined as being convinced of a wrong or a sin. Now, it is something that convicts you that, hey, I did that and that wasn't right because that's not in the Bible, right? And that's a good thing. So conviction may not always feel, it's like having a light shined on you in the middle of, in a, after doing something or in the process of doing something you shouldn't do or you did something bad, you realize, oh, somebody's watching me. I, I, I was wrong. 
so that I was wrong, or I messed up right there, is conviction. Conviction is the revelation of a sin or a wrong done. If that's what I just, that example of, hey, the light is on me. I did that. That was wrong. And they saw it. So, hey, it'll also bring you to a form of repentance. So conviction is actually a good thing. It may not feel good in a moment or when it happens, but it's to make us aware, hey, that was wrong. It's time to repent. And another thing about conviction, conviction can be defined as a feeling of being convinced of a wrongdoing or a sin. Conviction is, is, um, conviction is the revelation of a sin or a wrong done. Conviction can be called, can be called, can be called as confutation. That's C-O-N-F-U-T-A. T-I-O-N, not confrontation, confutation. And you can actually take the time out if you want after the Bible table chat to actually look that word up and get a little bit more understanding of what's confutation. Um, That would be a good thing to do. Conviction is more emotional as the person who does a crime or an evil act reveals this and is ready for change. So the good thing about conviction, it puts on your 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 heart a need for change. Now remember, that doesn't mean we, we change each other. We realize that conviction is a good thing because the only person that can actually cause change in our life is God, the creator. He's the only one that can change another person. So that's another thing to understand that we cannot necessarily change another person. We can pray for change for them, but the only person that can actually perform that increase would be God. Only God can change another person or bring about change. And that's a good thing to point to bring out too. Because often, and this is for everybody, including myself, we try to do God's job and it never works out because we are not God and God thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways he's more superior than we are we'll never know more than a creator well we can know what he knows but never more than he knows and we can never do things that's only designed for the creator to do because only a creator of something can fix something so that's a good way of looking at that conviction is a revelation by which a person can regain his good self so conviction is a, the good part and guilt is, is actually the negative part. It's the bad part. Conviction can be called a catalyst that persuades a person to do good things. That's true. So after you realize, oh, I did that, I need to change, God changed me, God brings about a desire for change. And that's a good thing. Conviction leads to repentance, as I said earlier which can change one's life. So once actually conviction is a good thing, it could cause you to make a change. Uh, when something doesn't work out and you do something wrong, you realize, hey, that's wrong. And it wasn't a good choice, very poor choice. Now I repent from that. And the Lord showed me where I can actually change my life and it can make a positive difference in your life. So conviction is actually necessary um, in life. When you are a believer, a Christian in God, um, it's even more effective. 
So actually what I'm going to do now, I did give you one scripture that was Hebrew, uh, 20, Hebrew 10 and 22. And when we talk about, we're going to re- go back to guilt. When you talk about guilt too, there's a scripture, um, Romans 8, I think one and four, and we're just going to go to that. Romans 8 and one, I'm going to start from one. It says this, since guilt brings about a form of condemnation, um, condemnation is definitely not a good feeling. Like I said, it can lead to depression. Okay, it can lead to no way out. There's no way you can get better or improve. So it puts you in a box. Well, this is what the scripture says about that. Romans 8, 1 and 4 says, Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So this would be a good time to think that if you don't have a life in Christ, is it is a good moment to stop and just say, Lord, come into my heart, come into my life, forgive me of all my sins so that you can fall into the category of, therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit who gives life has set you free from the laws of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do, because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of a simple flesh to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in the flesh in order that righteousness requirement of the law might be fully met in us who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Because we are spiritual beings. And when your soul gets saved, your spirit is saved as well. And so you fall under the scripture that says, there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So that is a solution for all your guilt. When you feel guilt, remember you can. there's someone you can turn to and say, Lord, help me. And Lord, forgive me of my sins. Come into my life so I can be free from guilt. Amen. Okay, now back to our... Um, there's also a few scriptures before I do a, a summary on this entire podcast on guilt versus conviction. We're going to go to, and this is concerning conviction. We're going to go to 1 Thessalonians 1. Once again, 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 and the 5th verse. It says this. Because our gospel came to you not simply with words, but also with power, with the Holy Spirit and deep conviction. You know how we live among you for your sake. So actually, what conviction does is bring an awareness. It brings awareness that, hey, this pathway is not the right pathway. Let's go another way. So I actually like that. And it's still positive. That's positive. Anything that helps you is positive. And I'm telling you, the Bible, biblical things, he said, look unto the hills from which cometh his help. So the Bible is actually help for us. <clears throat> Excuse me. Another scripture we're going to go to is Hebrew 3. So we're going to go to Hebrew 
the third chapter and the 14th verse. And what it says, we have come to share in Christ. If indeed we hold our original conviction firmly to a very end. So it was even saying they, they probably did some, obviously some kind of sin activity and realized that they were wrong. But because they came to Christ, um, that conviction brought them back to the understanding of what they should have done that was right and what they did that was wrong so that they could continue to have a good relationship in Christ. So those are the two scriptures that are indeed, indeed the best um, scriptures concerning conviction. So, cause they, they show you, talk about what conviction is and how conviction is positive in the word of God, in the Bible. So once again, at the end, maybe what I'll do is just read, there's only four of them, two of them that talks about guilt and two of them that talks about conviction. And what I will do for you again is read them at the end before we close out and say a word of prayer. Now we're going to go back to summarize this whole podcast. I haven't summarized a podcast in a little bit. So um, for season two, this will be the first summary on a podcast that I have did. Guilt, here we go. Guilt can be defined as a feeling or having committed some crime or offense. Conviction can be defined as being convinced of a wrong or sin. So you see there are slightly... Uh, different in guilt one does not feel a ray of redemption but only feels condemnation conviction is the revelation of a sin or wrong done conviction can be called can be called as confutation confutation guilt may lead to more guilt because of the suppression of the feelings On the contrary, conviction leads to repentance, which can change one's life. Guilt makes a person feel ashamed or stupid of the act and makes him feel that he can never recover from such an evil act and could deliver no good to others again, which is awful. On the other hand, conviction is a revelation by which a person can regain his good self. So obviously guilt is a bad thing and no one should be stuck in guilt forever. When there is a conviction, it reminds you of the wrong that you've done in order for you to make a change, in order for you to allow God to help you make a change. Because there's also a personal will, but it takes God's, sometimes it takes God's, most of the time, yes, it takes God's, Um, officially takes God's power to help you completely make a change. So in saying that, I have summarized to you and I hope this helps, it helped me. So I know it helps, helped a lot of you listeners out there. And thank you once again. And before I close up in a closing word of prayer, I'm just going to give you those scriptures, those two scriptures for each one. For guilt, Romans 8, 1 through 4, and Hebrew 10 and 22 for conviction, 1 Thessalonians 1 and 5 and Hebrew 3 and 14. And you know what? I hope that 
this particular podcast has blessed you. We're going to take a moment. I'm going to say a a short word of prayer. And then we're going to close today. But remember that tuning in every Friday at 7 a.m. in the morning, there'll be another Bible table chat unless the releases are rescheduled for a later date. Once again, this is the Bible table chat. And let's bow our heads for a moment of prayer. Father, we just thank you for another day that you have made. Father, we ask you, Lord, to strengthen us, God. We thank you for your wisdom that came from your word, God. Lord, we ask you in Jesus' name, Father, to heal those who are suffering from guilt because they do not know the difference. And Lord, we ask you in Jesus' name, Lord, to always let us have a conviction, a convicting, and um, let the spirit of conviction um, help us in the times where we're on a pathway that's not necessarily correct or right um, for the will of God for our life. Let conviction always be there to help us be a better people, to help us make the, allow God to make the changes in our lives um, that would help us progress and be successful in life. And God, thank you for the healing and a deliverance, God, of guilt for those who are suffering. Um, and Lord, we ask you, Lord, to touch them and, and bring them, let draw, let help us to draw them to you that they might, uh, understand that they don't have to be guilty anymore. Lord, we speak salvation on those that don't know you and we speak a blessing on them and a heart postured to receive you in the name of Jesus. I pray. Amen. And amen. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. Bye-bye.